Hey, what's up, everybody? Dre from the Opinionated Podcast, and I just want to remind you that we are live every Sunday on our Facebook page, and you can find us wherever you stream your music at the Opinionated Podcast. We drop a new episode every Tuesday. So remember to like, share, comment, and don't forget to subscribe. Enjoy the show. <laughs> That's what she said to us. We was like, nah. So we are the Opinionated Podcast, and we have special guests today. Go ahead, bro. Yo, man. Again, Julian, Tally on the check-in. Ciclaville zone, Winslow zone, South Jersey zone, taking it all the way to Co, man, and all the family and my folk out there. We here, man. What's going on? Hey, see, West Ackle's good, bro. Yeah, West Ackle native like me. Yeah. <laughs> don't nobody. I know. Don't, don't nobody know, but I know. His family's a really big family out here. It's like three big families. The Robinsons? Well, the Davis, Davis, the Tallies, and the. Um, in, in the cup, in the Covington. Yeah. There you go. My wife's family. Yeah. Oh my God. And by the way, I have, you know, a special guest with me. Um, someone, you know, it's my brother, man. We went to school together back over at UMass. You know right. what I mean? Where we blood, sweat, and tears all through that and all of that to, you know, going off through the world to my man having to sit down for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And, mm. You know, I, I took a direction going this way and his took a direction going that way. So me hearing that perspective, you know what I'm saying, as we move through life as young men, certainly, you know what I'm saying, this word I feel gonna resonate with a lot of people once they hear what he got to say. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I feel like there's something to learn from everybody's walk of life too. Like, you know what I mean? Just not even being on some corny stuff. Like even even going through loss, going through hardships or whatever, somebody can learn something from, from all of that, in my opinion. Not to be corny. It was corny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you set the tone when you came this morning. That, yeah, you're right. But we understand now. Right. We understand what you're saying. saying. Yeah, we understand you're corny. Listen, so. I, got, I got something I always wanted to ask you. What's up, man? How fast are you? <laughs> A lot of people always <laughs> ask me that, right? Look, see, this is somebody that knows he was there. So what I would say to that is I'm fast enough. You know what I mean? I was always <laughs> fast enough. I couldn't really put a time on it. A lot of people were like, what's your 40? i tell you one thing. If it was somebody who was here chasing me for one reason or another, he wasn't going to get me for a certain amount of time. Now, the training comes into finishing and getting all the way away at different points, you know, whether it's first, second, third, fourth quarter, but you know, I was, you know what I'm saying? I always say this. So I got, you know, you know, I got Kev and I got Kev, right? And I always felt like, you know, I'm 200 and at this point I might be 240 pounds, maybe a little bit more. And if anybody chased us, I'm going to be the one getting away. The reason being... All I got to do is be faster than this nigga or be faster than this nigga. And I guarantee you I am faster than both of them. <laughs> no, he got the mechanical poles. Like, it is not possible. It's a, <laughs> you feel me? Just be the last month. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I, I feel like that's exact, bro. I'm, I'm definitely fast. He got the Google gadget. Yeah, he got, I'm definitely. That nigga fast. got a spring in his leg. He got a car shop putting his whole thigh. He and tore his thigh. He broke his thigh. They put a car. I'm still, I'm they still fast. Car shop. You they put a car shot. So when you run so, it, that spring like so, tighten up and shoot this nigga off. Bro, bro. After this, after this, <laughs> he's got a turbo. We can. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna tape us. I'm or, 280 or, pounds, dog. I'm not running nowhere. Oh, now he's 280. Now he's 280. I am 280. Now he's 280. I'm 280. Give me 280 pounds. Six, six, yeah, six, 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 four, six, 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 See, at my prime when I was... It's just turned spring. Don't worry about it, bro. We got time. We got time. It's the most ever weight. It's the most ever weight in my life, Doug. Like, I used to be this size when I was, like, working out and I was training. I was this size, but I was, like, 255. But I was... And when I was fighting, I was, what, one, 185? But, like, right. 1% fat, body fat, though. We had no body fat on. I was, like, like 1%. It's all diet, man. Yeah, yeah, I was... Yeah. I was I was it was water and greens. That was it. No, mm-hmm. no meat. There's a gym right there. If somebody caught that, yeah. What you trying? What you trying to fraud on me, dog? When I was at, when I was two eighty, that's all it is. Bro. I know. I just I just went to the doctors. I just, bro. I just I'm telling you straight You're up. Not to. Let's How you gonna tell me what I am? I just legit. Tally, just, I just legit came from the doctor's office. I just tore my ankle. I fucked let's, my ankle up and I weighed me and the shit said. I looked at the scale. The scale said two eighty eight. We're gonna take eight pounds off. Of your let's boots. talk to Tali. Okay, bye, dog. Talk, bro. <laughs> so for the people who don't know, because you know, I mean, we we do got listeners outside of the um, the Jersey area. I know we all know you. But like, where'd you get your, you know where'd you get your start from, bro? So people can really get before we get into anything yeah, else. Like, give give like, a little view of who you are from yeah, where you started, about, what you've been through, you and where you're at now. Oh man, um, just a you know a quick synopsis from again South Jersey to Sickleville, Camden County area. You know, P section primarily for mm-hmm. the people that know that area. Um, went to Winslow Township High School. You know where a lot of kids may know. And the older folks may know it as Edgewood. Shout out Edgewood. Um, Winslow graduated. <laughs> yeah, I was at last Edgewood. Yeah, yeah, it was Edgewood when you was there. Yeah, it was last it Edgewood. Was. I, I, it was Winslow when I was there, but yeah. In 2001, I think they switched the name over. Yep, my senior year. Because <laughs> they gave us a diploma each, one for Edgewood, one for Winslow. Yeah. She was weird. How many diplomas you got <clears throat> when you graduated? 16. You got one. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, wow. You didn't graduate in 2001. Still got one for special ed. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Carrie. Nice no, you. You got two diplomas. They gave us one that said Edgewood on it. And, and they gave us one, one that said Winslow. Yeah, Winslow. I know. Thank you for what you did. Your classes in the trailer? No, that was him. Um, I, got kicked, I got kicked out of high school. Yeah. My senior year. <laughs> he had to do classes. That was a real thing. You just hit a nerve. Yeah, I legit got kicked out of school. He's an asshole. <laughs> they pulled me. They pulled me down to the principal's principal's office. Like, yo, you got two choices: man. you either get out of school, do night school, and get your high school diploma, or you just not graduate. Just, just get out. Or just get out. Get out. What, made, what made you see? We gonna have a hard time, bro. Because we cool. What made you get into football, bro? <laughs> we have a hard time. <laughs> I mean, like any other young black kid in America, seeing a dream come alive through sports and entertainment. And plus, naturally, of course, I was gifted. 
And I think early I understood just dominate your sector. You know what I mean? You move right up. I hate him. Technical difficulties. Sorry. Yeah. I'm trying to share. I, I, I feel like, because uh, I'm, I mean, I'm, I met you with Kev. So, like, I came from Philly. But I, I did one year in Edgewood, and I've seen a whole lot of, like, to me, the, the football, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on football and shit, but just to let people know, like, I feel like football, especially at, at Winslow, is like a, I want to say like a religion. And it's a lot of, a lot of big, not big athletes, but a lot of talented athletes came right. out of this area. You know what I'm saying? You being one of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And anybody like, like, did anybody influence you in any type of way? It was just like, nah, I'm just going to get out here and smoke niggas on the smoke people on the mm. on the field. Yeah, I mean, certainly. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. Taking it way back. And there's too many names to just mention a few. You know what I mean? But Word. we are we all of course know who these people are who who have had success coming from those very walls and that building and in that field, you know, coached by some good people. And just you know, making that dream a reality for you to see, like, yo, you can, you can definitely right. get up out of here, man. And just, it's, it's bigger than just, as we know, right here where we at, man. Did you know from high school, like, yo, league? Yeah, like, I want yeah, man. Like, it was, like, I got a little cutout at home. What you want, of course, the cliche, what you want to do when you, uh, Grow up. I'm going to the league, NFL. Like, so mm. it's, and of course, I had a good support system. You know, like you said, the big family. They always like, yo, you ain't doing nothing else but that. You know what I mean? Going to your body, you come over here with that. So, mm. how, yo, how, how was college, man? Because everybody talk about see, this how is college life. See, this is why this man right here is on the <laughs> podcast, yo, because you had to have been there to believe this shit, man. So, oh, I need all that. Let's yeah. get into the story. I, I, we yeah. need all that. You almost got some stories for some players. Yeah. Hey, yeah, we can't get into that. We got to sit down and put a whole little, you know, uh, we got our own little uh, power book or what you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? All the stories we got. But um, quick moment, shout out to my guy over at Avenue Black, Young Jay Rich. You yeah, know, gotta get him familiar. on the show. Yeah, we're familiar. I forgot with. about that. Quality yeah. was on the show, so you know there it is, man. So. You know, yeah, he a good dude. Yeah. He a good dude. People's man, great kid. He's going to do big things outside of what he's already accomplished. But college, oh, man. Where do we begin? <laughs> hey, it was, bro, you got to introduce yourself yeah, too, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, man, go ahead, see, <clears throat> It's my man, C-Jack, man, the one. Hey, what's going on, fellas? C-Jack was there.com. C-Jack was there.com. Right now, look, right Is that a real link? He's in wait, you know what I'm saying, at Baylor, grad student. So. Hey, man, man, chill out. He, um, Word. Y'all, didn't give me no type of introduction to the podcast beforehand <laughs> or give me, like, the introduction. So I'm sitting here, like, blown away that he's, uh, he's, he's like, he just, like, opened the world up to my story. Because I'm not sure exactly how big y'all platform is, but dang, man. I mean, it's an honor to be here with y'all today. I am. My name is Jackson. I'm a grad student at Baylor University. I'm pursuing a master's in social work. And I am. Dang, I really wasn't expecting this. But yeah, I'm known as a storyteller. um, We do have some stories from UMass. We both played football 
and we uh we, we we've known each other for some time now. Word. Word. Yo, about my guy CJ, yeah, right? You know he's in his grad moment right now. But long story short, we're on campus. It's after the party. You know it's always locals around. So long story short, and this is not nothing we are bragging up proud about because we shouldn't have been doing it. But somehow we are mixing on campus with the locals. CJ gets that in his ass like this. <laughs> hey, dog, you know what? That's not That's not it's even... Not what? <laughs> Stabbed in his so ass. Why, why you do that? Like, you got to tell it from the beginning. How did it all begin? Yeah. Like, what was yeah. going on? Yes, what was at the party? <laughs> yeah, we mix it with the locals, and he gets stabbed in his ass. Yo, listen to this. This is part of adversity that young kids deal with at a university like you, man. <laughs> you would think none of this is going down at where... Ended up having a miss. You said what? The whole season? I have pretty much missed my whole senior season. From, from after getting stabbed, dog? That's ready to go to the league. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, but not how, only. But... Well, how did that affect That's you? Crazy. Actually, um, I saw, I heard my man was talking about he's 240. My playing weight was actually anywhere between 240 and 250. I um I know what it's like to carry that weight around, brother. I know it's I know it's a lot. It's yeah. um, but y'all y'all did touch on something that is very true. It's all about your diet. But damn, I didn't know you was gonna talk tell the world I was I got stabbed in college. But let's <laughs> 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 so, so got a story to tell, and I'm telling you, it's gonna change some of these people's lives <clears throat> once yeah. I was telling the story. You know what I'm saying? And what better platforms than something like the Opinionated Podcast? For sure, sit here and share with these people, and for them, to, for them to get it from. You know what you, I mean? Do you mind getting into the story? Because I mean, you you had me at ass stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> like that. All right. No, no, seriously. I didn't get stabbed in my ass. I didn't get stabbed in my ass. I got stabbed in my hamstring, and as a, hey, I, I was an outside linebacker my senior year. Right. I'm six three, two forty. Prototypical size for outside linebacker. Right. And, hey, I pretty much lose my college career behind hey, this uh, this single incident. And we was after a game, second game of the season, so it's still real Damn early. Early. We, um, bullshit. Li- literally, everybody had just moved in on campus, so it's like literally the first night that the campus is buzzing. And we had a house party. Some guys getting it in, getting 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 into an argument with some other some our some of our other teammates, and I actually step in. I'm a senior. I'm trying to mediate the situation. Like, hey, we don't need none of this. Hey, we two and zero. Let's keep celebrating. It's like a eight to one ratio in the house right now. Like, get out of a guy's face. This is um. This isn't what you want to do. Right. So. I think I, I broke up the situation. The other guy still going on about, nah, man, fuck you guys. Who you think you guys are? Like, hey, bro, why are you trying to talk to us? There's plenty of girls here. It's whatever. Plenty. And, hey, push come to shove. We end up getting into a little situation. And I'm not even sure what happened. Hey, you know what? I'm 22, 23 years old at the time. I'm intoxicated. End up getting stabbed. And boom. That's now all. we lose c Jack. For the year at that. Wow. Now, let, let me ask you a question. At that moment, did you realize that you were going to be out for that long or was it just like, ah, I felt something poking 
yeah, I'm gonna be all right. Let me just hit the, the hospital and, and and we right back at it. Nah, so one, I mean, it took a while for me to realize that I was actually stabbed, and of course, I go to the hospital. It's a, it's a it's a, it's a big thing, and I know I'm gonna be out, but I think, hey, you know what? As soon as I get my stitches out, then I'll be able to get back to practice, and things are gonna be able to go back to being. Where was we living at at the time? We was we was living in Winfield, but. Of course, I mean, I, I didn't think of being stabbed as, like, a big deal. I didn't know. It's like, hey, you have a fucking torn muscle, mm. and this is like, hey, this is your hamstring. I, I, mm. it, it took a full year for my leg to feel normal. Wow. And yes. I still tried to come back the, uh, the the after. I think I tried to come back two games later. And, of course, I I, I never get into that groove of, hey, being a, a, a Division One starter. Yo, how much weight did you lose? Because I know you lost. Like, oh, how yeah. much mass did you lose? About fifteen pounds. Now I was. I went down to two twenty. Yeah, uh, yeah. Senior year was shitty. Now, right? Fast forward. Let's talk about the triumph. Fast forward years later. C Jack is in Brazil and a world champion playing football. Let's talk about that. Wait, right. wait, wait. Football with your feet, right? C Jack. Hey, <laughs> Said so, football with your feet, right? <laughs> uh, like football with like it's like soccer? Nah, nah, football. Like football. American, American football. We played in college together, and I've never been to Brazil. I actually I lived in I'm Germany. Not a world champion. I lived in Germany, and I went um my my first year in Germany. I played professionally over there, and we won. Yeah, we 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 won the Germany, we won the, yeah, we won the, um. We won the GFL championship. Won the GFL first year. championship over in Germany. Champion. Wow. Still that linebacker when you when you won the championship? Yeah, I, I was um I was playing middle linebacker. Cracking. One of the hardest positions to play out there because you're pretty much the quarterback of the defense. Kev, you don't know. The safety's the quarterback of the defense. No, he's not. It's usually the <laughs> you're not you, do, you know I mean, nothing. Defense was really easy, but the the actual quarterback of that defense was like the outside linebacker. He was like this, like, I mean, this dude was he was smart as fuck. He was fluent in like five languages, and see that's real. All I did was have to call the strength, and he would literally yell out everything else. And I, I, I actually learned right and left in German, and shit. I got to yell that shit out before every play, so I was hyped. It's a good scheme. Play give it to us. Yeah. Give it to us. Go ahead, give some German real quick. <laughs> gotta give us some German, dog. I'm sorry, you gotta yeah. give us some Shut German. Up, some. <laughs> The knees you know is mean? looking too shiny to not yeah. give us German, bro. Yeah, you lotioned up. You knew what type of time it was. Now we got to have the Your German. knees is looking too good. Come on now. I'm dissing Deutsch. Ah, yeah. I don't know what he said. That shit sound fly as hell. I'm telling <laughs> you, you. You married, bro? I speak a little bit of German, but nah, that's all I can say. That's it. That's it. I, um, that's, I, that's all I can remember. That's what's... I was there for 2013 and 2014. Okay. Wow. I mean, that was an amazing experience. How was your confidence getting back on the field from an injury, mm-hmm. knowing, you know, when you were in college, you couldn't get that groove back, and now you're jumping back into the game and, you know, you're at the time. To get back. Yeah, at the time. How, 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 how did it feel? I, I really didn't even think about it. I was excited to be getting an opportunity to play football again. And she, I was like, hey, fuck, I'm going to live in, I was living in D.C. at the time. Mm. I'm going from D.C. to living in this town with less than 50,000 people in Germany. 
I was I, I was more focused on that. That didn't actually with the feeling that you're asking about. It didn't even cross my mind until we're like we're in our first scrimmage, and I'm like, mm-hmm. holy shit! I've been out of football for a whole year. I'm mm-hmm. tired after like two, and I'm like. I need these niggas to be punting this ball because I'm, I can't breathe and I feel like my eyes about to bust out of my head. Oh shit! Wow. And That's I, how I'm like, I, I I fell in love with the game again because I worked myself back into shape, and hey, I was on a successful team. We won a chip that year. That's dope. Have, have you guys remained friends since then, or did yeah, y'all kind of? Friends- we met in 2007. This is my brother right here. Man. In fact, I'm not going. I'm not going to hold you. We actually, like, when I first met, it's like, okay, I'm a I'm an incoming defensive player. On he's a, a wide receiver. On a visit. We met, a, we, we met on a visit. Cook. Oh, up. okay. He, um. Take miles in there. Hey, he was, he was, he was, he was the drunk okay. guy on the visit. He fell up the stairs. Look at that. Why you going to talk about that? You know, man? one thing I could always <laughs> always count on him to be was like hey he's always gonna make the selfish decision and go on a like a one-on-one move or be in mm-hmm. a room with a room full of girls he's not gonna tell nobody you can trust it's gonna be him to make that selfish decision at all times he's always somebody gotta do it somebody gotta do it body what i'm now but we oh yeah we we we, we linked up at umass we was actually we lived in the same apartment complex, which was far as fuck from campus. Man, listen, my man and came on, got tricked us. The the joint was supposed to be only five minutes from campus, right? He like, yo, I found a spot. It was late in the game, find an apartment. We like, yeah, where we gonna go? He like, I found a spot. It's supposed to be five minutes off campus. We like, all right, man, let's just go over there, check it out. It was late. So, so we dark. all signed the lease. Signed the lease. Without having, having been there, come to find <laughs> 15 minutes from campus, it's far as shit. Like 10, 15. Oh, my God. Yo, think about the, the game you had to have to get somebody from college on campus where they live at to a 15-minute ride to where you at, all the way over here somewhere. West <laughs> Bubblefuck. Yeah, you try. You trying try to get the practice on you time. You playing a dangerous game, trying to get a female back to your room. Like, yo, not even trying to get the practice. Nah, man, listen. They, I know what you're talking about. You gotta keep them their mindset. Like, yo, it's still going down. When we get here, <laughs> 15 minutes later. <laughs> you gotta make sure this is gonna be with for the next night. And hey, hopefully she's cool enough to get on the bus in the morning, so you don't have to take her back. I'm about to say, or, let's see if it's a bus. Like. <laughs> We had a bus. The bus was actually a bus ride. Let's let's quickly hurry up and get you on that right now. Nah, so we we that, that's, that's where our friendship. Um, that's where we really started to connect. Mind we you, were roommates for two years after that. This is the time where and shit. Cruz went to school with us. Shout out VC. Where I got a moment. You know what I mean, oh, you was in school. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. I mean, he used to throw parties that was just at the butterfly, man. Oh, man. It's a, it's a species. Good time. Good time. That's the wrong way to say butterfly. It's a nationality. Mm. It's a really you, I don't know, but man, stop it. But nah, that, yeah, that was a good time. So you said it's a species. What you mean? Speak easy. Oh, speak easy. I thought you said species, a butterfly. I'm like, all right. Uh, speak easy, you know. Man. I, 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 I,
said that the key Verdians, C-Jack actually put me on, you know, oh, man, it's a good time out there in Massachusetts up in New England. Yeah, we met so, some good people there, you met. I, I got a, I got a, another question. So right now, what, what do, CJ, what do you, what do you get in your degree in? Um, I'm getting a master's in social work. Mm-hmm. Now, what made you want to do that? That's, that's, that's where I wanted to go with it. So what made you want to do that? Is it, and I'm not joking. So clearly you got, you got sidelined from violence. Is that like trying to guide kids or, or anything like that? Or you just, you know what I mean? Or you just call to that? I, um, you said sideline from violence. Oh yeah. So after getting stabbed at UMass, uh, I missed my senior season. And you know what? I, I still believed in my dream and I still worked out for a couple of NFL teams, but of course my, uh, my, my body wasn't in the best shape. And so when I got into like these one-on-one work workouts, Hey, they would, they would, they would ask me questions like, Hey, you're not, you're not performing the way that we thought you would, what's up? And so I'm telling them about why I didn't perform my senior season the way that everybody had hoped I did. Uh, I hoped I would. And then, then they was like, yo, they, they didn't hear, they didn't know about me getting stabbed. It was like, yo, why didn't we hear about this? That we should have, we should have known this information and fuck you. You're, 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 you're courageous as hell for trying to still play after something like that happening. But I was like, hey, you know what? I was focused and I was, I was determined. I mentally, I was, I was done with college. I was able to see both of my degrees. I was a um, double major of uh, economics and sociology. And mentally, I was done. I was like, man, I, I just wanted to finish my season at UMass and I, I wanted to play in the league. And, and that's tough because at the time where, for us at least, it was big money on the line. You know what I'm saying? Good. Yeah. Away and go chase the dream. Yeah. National Football League and signing the contract. I mean, yeah, and hey, for real, yeah, I was a double major, but I really didn't have any other aspirations to do anything else with my life. Like, hey, ball ball really was life. Right. Like, hey, we I haven't seen one in a while, but I know we used to see those memes all the time, like, hey, ball is life, but shit, that it really was my That's life. That's how we was That's- in college living, like it was a small group of us. I had the uh the saying "League or die." I had shirts out. Everybody had this. Like we, we, I, I really myself doing anything else. Although I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm. I could sit in the classroom and learn some shit and pass the test and write a couple papers, but I'm not interested in this shit. This shit is weak to me. Mm. I'm, I'm all about this game, and that's the only thing that I believed up until. Hey, I'm 25, and I'm actually I, I get the opportunity. I live in another country for two years mm. just. Yeah. So- the, the love of the game. That's fire in itself, just yeah. being able to be given that opportunity, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you think that, you know, that that path has ended. You yeah. know what I mean? You see there's another avenue that you can still get back on there and still get a taste of that dream and do things the way you wanted to do it. That's fire still. And win the chip. Yep, and win the fucking chip. All right, Jewel, now let's talk about your... I, I was really... The, like, uh, over here because hey my, my dream was actually to play in the league but mm-hmm. to be completely honest and transparent i didn't even appreciate that shit in real time because i'm like hey fuck this shit i want to i want to be in the league yeah i'm still in contact with this nigga he's, he's playing for the giants i got a homeboy that's playing for the Jets. so I'm, I'm trying to get back and everybody was like yo man you got what it takes you can you can you you're good enough to play 
I dudes on the practice squad, and I would I would even I was keeping contact with even while I was over there, and it was like, yo, you you can you can do it. You got to come back and prove it. You just got to get a workout. Shout out Coach Chambers, who once told me, take the game as far as it'll take you. Mm. And that- but I, I ended up after after that first year, we we won a chip. I came back home for a week, and I was like, I remember sitting down having a conversation with my folks, like, what a coming back over here, and I, I had actually had a workout set up. It was gonna be in in, a, in another month at the at the Ravens facility. And they want to get to and, the nitty gritty, C Jack, right? And let me tell you, it came a critical point in my guys' life, right? Where because we got to get to the nitty-gritty. It came a critical point in my guy's <laughs> life where, you know, there was an accident that changed the whole course of how my guy looks at everything as he does right now, you know what I'm saying, which affected more than just him, but affected me as well and how you look at life and, and you learn to appreciate things and the right decisions that you can get to where you need to get to and do what you need to do, you know what I'm saying? What would that what 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 happen? Right I mean, now. And I mean I don't know if you want to share it right now or you want to go and sit down on another episode for y'all for the Beanated podcast with the sit down with C Jack. You know what I'm mean, saying? Let's keep it like right. that up. I mean we oh, can yeah, if you feel like we, <laughs> we, see, we definitely can and get really in depth with that. Yeah, you know I mean, what you are you writing a book or or something? Do you have, you know what I mean? That that is a whole nother story for a whole nother time because yeah. that's um it's it's literally so long. I can't just like, oh yeah, this happened and boom, and, and shit got was all sweet after we'll, that. Like, we'll nah, line that up. You know, what I'm saying? a great segue leading into you know the next sit down with my guy C Smack. I call him C Smack. Maybe he'll get into that. You know, what I'm saying, yeah, well, yeah, this dude's wow. Yeah, get on. To the- <laughs> <laughs> I see y'all got some y'all got some fire in the in the tub. Oh, y'all got on interview et- etiquette. Y'all need to send to him. Send it to yeah, me. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Kev, you had a question? Nah, nah. I want, I want to know Jules. You know, we got his former C-Smack, as he calls it. <laughs> Story, what was his transition from college to the pros, man? Like, tell, Yeah. Oh, well, you know, we come from, we we see the leagues that way out. You know, we want to we wanna make it. You know, I graduated from college. Prior to that, I had somebody like a Victor Cruz who I was. Like this is my brother who actually made it and, and really kicked the door in type, you know, type situation. Like, wow, like, yo, you are there. It's no way I can't do that. Cause I know I see who you are in Jersey. I see it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I can just mimic success as they say, you know, but sometimes the, you know, of course the journey isn't always the same as easy. It's like Kiss said, it's never there. It's rough waters in the ocean. At different times, you know what I'm saying? Right. Out of college, the Giants did end up inviting me out to camp. They gave me a couple of dollars. I ended up getting hurt, pulling a hammy, wilding out rookie minicamp. Last day, last period of the rookie minicamp. Running a go route. Hit somebody with the wop. Somebody overthrew it. I forget who it was. Yank them. Eli Manning. <laughs> I'm so, so, I get joking. Hold on. For, the, for these guys... Hitting, I'll, I'll explain for them and also for um, for people listening. The UWAP, the UWAP is if if I'm if I'm paraphrasing correctly, is um, one of these where you just kind of fake in and they, and they bite yeah. and then 
all the way up the field. Am I correct in yeah. saying that? That's I like to say 100 percent accurate. Okay, I hit my wife with the up, so I understand. Yeah, <laughs> she, <laughs> when she wants to make love, I just psh, out the door. <laughs> In and out, properly. <laughs> you know, I ain't getting cut. So, you know, the lifelong dream playing football, being a guy who was supposed to make it, really was cut off. You know, I'm at home watching the guys who women can't with. I'm like, man, I'm better than or whatever the case may be in there doing their thing. But guess what? You know what I'm saying? This is the card I was dealt. You know? So I used to be at home going through my own thing with that. Long story short, had to play arena football, suck it up. You know what I'm saying? Go get back. In between there, had did the nine to five thing. I don't really, you know, I'm not really feeling that right now. Did it a bit, went back to arena. Tore it up there. Long story short, the Giants called me back, made them believers for a second time. That's right. This time, you know, I'm not, I'm not going home. Um, so I was able to stick around for a little bit. You know, at a time where we're competitive to be around. How did it make you feel getting that, getting that second call? Like, what, what was your, what was your feeling when you, when you got that? Man, I, I always had a chip on my shoulder, so I was just like. Cause I told my, I told people, yo, I'm, I'll get back if I just get this second. I knew I'm gonna get back. I knew I was gonna get back. You know, it's just a matter of when. Word up, cause I put it in my mind, yo, your mind is real. You know what I'm saying? So, put that shit in my mind. I'm getting back no matter what. Cause you know, that's some of the fate. Shout out my brother Jai P. Jai Peterson. You know, cause he mm-hmm. critical influence throughout that whole time. You know, was out in the snow with me, training me, and pulling this sled. He out there with the shoe or the bungee, keeping me right. You know, keeping my mind right. So, all right. You know, who would (laughs) who would you say uh, um, was competition to you on the field that would keep you on your toes the most? When you either had to go against them or you're competing, it could be a same teammate playing the same role as you. Who did you feel the the most heat from? And you were like, ah, I gotta get them, or oh man, he almost got me with that, or you know what I'm saying? Oh, he got some moves, I gotta show off for this fool. You know what I mean? Who is that person to you? You know, of course, it's men with pride when we get into you know our field and shit. We we always like to show that we the top dog and we can do anything you can do, I can do better. Type. Yeah, that's you know that's real. That's a real scene amongst what type of arena you're in. But um, I say my brother Hot Diddy one. Of course, Vic, because it's like I didn't see him through high school. I mean, um, college come up. Now, big mm-hmm. after he done went crazy for fifteen hundred yards, fifteen, sixteen something touchdowns, Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy how you can go from being Joe Blow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. That, but just watching him, like, okay, you know what I'm saying? We can kind of, we can move the same, but my guy, Hawk Diddy, Hakeem Nick, I would say somebody is to watch. Word. Okay. Let me let me ask you another question. Yeah. You know he's supposed to be kicking it, but now I just got questions. Yeah. Take the game as far as it'll take you. Or was it take, 
That, that's what that was right, right? Take the game as far as take you. What does that actually really mean to you? Especially since you're, you know what I mean? You're at at stage where you're at now in life. You know what I mean? Kids and everything. What does that mean? Um, and that's a great point that you make um, about kids. You know, loved ones, family. Take the game as far as it take you. Certainly, you know, holds true just outside the game of football. Mm. And he gave me a plan, but as far as football, what that meant for me was as long as I had the ability to get out here and compete and I have that niche or that itch for wanting to get out here and, and do what I do and just use my talent and skills to beat somebody here off the line and score touchdowns and just have fun more than anything. When it's not fun no more, that's when, you know, at that point, it more of that business decision. What am I doing right now? You know what I'm saying? Is this worth my time doing this, or is it worth my time doing something else? Man. I'm back. What would you say, once you moved on from from the league, what would you say has given you that, that same feeling, or has anything giving you that same feeling? That's a good question, too. And it's an article, man, I just put up on my page recently on Facebook. Julian Talley looked me up. But long story short, John Cunningham, man, former professional athlete just like myself, you know, felt as though he didn't really get his shot, you know, chances to show what he was really capable of. You know, that quick football something he did all his life was over. You know what I'm saying? And then what happens after that? What kind of mental state are you in? Going through areas of depression, dark times, turning to the bottle. You know what I'm saying? Hitting a stick to kind of numb whatever it is you're going through to feel that. You know what I'm saying? That void that the game really filled at different times. Yeah. You know, mentally, you definitely got to be, I'm thankful for, you know, my mother. And shout out to the Cootie and them. They put together that genius real nice. That's that Kanye joint? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's my Gemini brother. I'm a Gemini too, so. So am I. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> boy. it's a good club to be in. I don't know about these, we don't these like you. douches. He's others, I mean, uh, right? he's others. I'm a cancer, but he's just a weirdo. He's a weirdo. Oh, because I'm an Aries? Oh, yes. Oh, this guy right here in the middle, yeah. yeah. But, you know, shout out moms, of course, man. And still some different business, you know, things within my head. It's, it's that life at the, after in itself, a journey as well. But you got to keep in mind to even get to that point, in football, it took a lot of years of practice. Some losing seats. You got to go through people talking that shit, talking mm-hmm. down, you throwing dirt on your name. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Friends, yeah. they thinking it's over. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't like it was or whatever the case may be. But then you get back to winning. You know what I'm saying? You know how that goes. You trying to stay focused. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Try to keep Hard. It. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with the women in the league. We ain't going to go in, into that. Listen, um, now. So, you know what I'm saying? This is an important topic as we speak to young men. These women, man. This is serious. You know what I'm saying? 
They, they prey on them, bro. I was going to say. They prey on would, them. Who was it? Who was it? Brittany uh, Renner. Would yeah. you say that they're predatory? They can be predatory uh, during the... Um, oh, my bad. Go ahead, bro. Got it. I'm sorry. Speak I was, on it. You know, would you say it. they could be predatory, especially when you was in the league? Would you... And in, yo, in college, would you say that the women can be predatory? I mean...
short documentary. Um, shout out MDM, Mighty the Menace, one of the artists I did music with. Um, you know, when I was making beats and different things, we actually was putting together something similar to that. So it's it's always fun to see like something you were thinking put together, whether it's by somebody else. Hey, you did it first type situation, but at least you you know you on the right path with thinking. So don't stop thinking that way or you know creative thoughts is just learning how to execute when you do have these thoughts and having the people in position to help you execute some of these. All right. So I, I'm, I met you, I met you when you were making beats, right? What, where was you when you just like, yo, like you just got, you know what I mean? You just got out the field or, or you just, you know what I'm saying? You was like, yo, I think I'm going to put drums with claps and melodies over them. And that's how I'm going to go. What made you start doing this, doing that, yo? <laughs> I mean, you know, first I come from a musical family. Shout out to the family. I, you know, played a few instruments. So I I always was influenced by the family. But outside of that, when we get to, like, making music, because I played the drums a little bit, you know, was at the church playing the drums. You always hear melodies and how that's put together. Right. But my man, uh, shout out my guy Vito, my man Sean Vito, he, uh, he put me on the uh, FL studio way back, way, way oh, back. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar. My guy, Les, my man, Les, um, my, my man, Les, bro, he had um, some kind of uh, the beat machine. He had the old beat machine, so the actual beat machine like that. So it was did one of them like that. Long story short, man. I just went over one of their cribs one day, and he was just over there, man, just putting stuff together. It just came naturally. You know how you first get on there, and you start playing around. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. And you start listening, trying to make it sound like that. Like, okay. Then you put something good together that you think, oh, all right. And then, you know, progression. Who, who was you influenced by? Like, we, like, at that time, I was doing beats with this guy a long time. It was like Cool and Dre for us. We listened to a lot of Cool and Dre. Like, who was you influenced by, like, sonically, like, that you like, that you try to almost not imitate, but emulate? Right. Uh, and I'm trying to think at the time who was, I mean, when I first started making these, they definitely sounded a little, <laughs> a little, a little effed up, but. <laughs> Oh, by <laughs> like Swiss beats, cause he just did his own thing. He ain't really have no putting it here. He's snatching this, whamming that in there, and you know making this. Next thing you know, it's just crazy. So him, Pharrell, of course, people like that who didn't have no real structure. Even um, who was it? Poops did Poops make beats for D Block? Yeah. Poops, Vinny yeah. Idol. Vinny Idol, nigga. That's another nigga that over my daughter. Give me that, give me that, man. Bro. Oh, pass that. Pass the duchy to the right. <laughs> I y'all know when y'all talk, we can't hear him. Y'all smoking on that? Nah, he is. Yeah. I'm huh? What? Because I think we lost, we lost him while we was talking. Did y'all, did, did y'all hear his answer? He said poops. Oh, okay. He said. We mentioned Vinny Idol. He said Pharrell. Uh, he mentioned Swiss in there. You remind me of Swiss, though. 
<laughs> Swizzy. And, deme- and demeanor. <laughs> and you know, Swizzy's a genius to me. Strong nose, too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, I mean, hey. I, I feel like Swiss is a genius in his own right, too. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And again, yo, sometimes it's more than just, I think, the beat itself or the production itself. It's the whole element of energy that brings the beat. You know what I'm saying? Um, you ever see somebody like a, even a Ryan Leslie make beats? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's an incredible beat maker when he used to do his thing. You know what I'm saying? That energy, man, they feel all that. That, that was my introduction into YouTube, um, like YouTube, watching people making beats on YouTube. Ryan Leslie, he made me think that I could actually go get a horn from, uh, what's this, Sam Ash, and then come and play a horn. I couldn't do none of that shit. <laughs> I couldn't do any of that. I just got on that motherfucker and did this. Yeah, man. Shout out to RLS, man. Right. <laughs> no, you've done a lot. You've done a lot. You de- you definitely done a lot. Like... I think so. so what's, what do you what do you more focused on now? I I feel like I've done a lot, but I haven't really done anything yet. You know, as my knowledge of life has expanded, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying, man. It's okay. Levels, of course, as we know. You know what I'm saying. Like playing football certainly was an accomplishment. Graduating high school, making it to thirty. I'll be thirty-three this year. Certainly, accomplishment in this world that we live in. But, Sometimes it's more about that impact. It's a lot more I like to do for, you know, people back home. You know what I'm saying? The kids where I come from, whether it's at the schools, you know, different things around the neighborhood, um, economically, you know, fundamentally, you know, um, education-wise. Yo, this is so much bigger than, you know what I mean, a game of football, of course. Don't get it twisted. It's a hell of a head start out here. Don't get it twisted ever. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Hell of a head start to be able to take a talent that you sit here out front in the yard and do since a young pup and somebody write a check at the end of your six, seven years for 130 million. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So how would you like to leave your impact? Like if you could put if you could put your stamp on, you know what I mean, on, on your legacy, like even in the future, like what what would you like to do? And that's a good question. And to be honest and to be totally honest with you, I don't know if I have the full answer to that just yet, which, you know, leaves me to still seek answers in that regard. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I respect that. Yeah. I'm on my journey. You know what I'm saying? But, again, situations like this will motivate you and keep you in perspective. You know what I'm saying? Seeing how people around you. You got to get around the right people. Get around the right room. You know what I'm saying? And you'll watch how you just elevate right up. And I've done it a few times in life. So mm-hmm. getting back to that that vibration, as they call it. You know what I mean? Certain level of thinking. You know what I mean? And you can... Stop looking at me, bro. I know. Dre's that's that's talking. my language. Dre, that's you're Dre's you're talking my language. Vibration. That's why. Yeah. He's ready to go on, on his tangent. But of course, no. you don't swag with it. It's, it's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to just be on some, you know what I mean? While, you know what I mean? You just got to understand what it is for what it is and just learn how to move, you know, accordingly. And then after that, be who you are because it ain't going to change who you are, whether or not you got a penny to you or you got a couple million. You know what I'm saying? It just make you 
more who you are type situation. Word. Word. So what uh so what are you on now? You know, you we got on that all on everything you're doing in life. So what are you at right now? What are you doing currently in your life right now? Like what's your moves you making now? Man, right now, again, man, just being a good father, having an opportunity doing this whole uh during COVID to really be able to be around my kids, you know, although they're learning how to navigate through that whole situation. I got kids, right? Uh, yeah, I got a bunch of them. And let me ask you a question. Kids by different women or the same ones? <laughs> I got kids by different women, man. Me. Different women. See, this is, you know, a topic young men need to have because, you know, this is at different times not an easy situation, I can imagine. <laughs> Farthest thing from it, man. Uh, you got different, especially. You got different women with different attitudes, and you got the kids that most time as a father, you just want to be a part of their life. But, you know, if you leave the relationship on bad terms, they always try to drag our relationship into what we're trying to do as far as raising the kids, which is is the dumbest move to make. Like, what we had, you want to keep my car up, break my windows, I don't care. But if I call you that weekend to come get the kid, it should be no problem. Or if it's my weekend to get the kid, should be no issues, but they drag that in. That's a weapon for most people, for most females used against us as males, which I hate. Now, I don't think, and I agree 100% with you, right? And I don't think how it should be. I don't at least think, you know, that situation, I would do that. You know what I'm saying? I feel I speak on a lot of men when I say that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think if it was the other way around, it would necessarily be like that. You know what I'm saying? Now, I tell I can speak from that. I'm a single parent. I was a single parent father. My oldest daughter, I raised. I raised my oldest daughter. I had her since birth. Her mom can come. Me and her, I couldn't stand her mom. But her mom never had them issues with me. She wanted to see her. I dropped her off. Come get her. I never made it complicated. I never spoke ill on her mom to my daughter. I never spoke ill on her name. I just like you. You'll figure out who your mother is as you get older. You know what I mean? Why we don't get along. But right now, I'm gonna speak positive vibes to. Her. And I was going to say, this is not an attack on, you know, women um, with their father, uh, children's fathers by any means. This is a, a moment to say, you know, we got to do better at communicating, finding solutions, and figuring out these type of situations. Yep. You know, children definitely don't deserve it. You know what I'm saying? This is as I get a little bit older, deal with my own thing and hear things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it shouldn't yeah. be. It ain't, no indict- it ain't no indictment on them. I just... I just think people, like I said, if you y'all not together, whatever personal problems y'all have between each other, leave that shit between y'all. When it comes to raising the kid, let's focus on that because at the end of the day, we ain't getting no younger. We don't make a future for this kid right here. We steady bickering. We go to move on. We might leave this kid in a fucked up predicament. Right. And all we did was sit here arguing beef with each other. Now our seed is is fucked up because of that our situation. You know what I mean? Usually tends to be bitterness, or usually tends to be bitterness, or just being petty for no now, reason. Ask you another question, right? Let's, you know, generally speaking, all right, you with your lady, you 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 messed up here or there, and then she accepts you back. Case may be, you know what I'm saying? Had to keep sweated out a little bit. She accepts you back. At that point, are we in the understanding that yo, you're accepting everything else that happened, and we moving on from that, or 
Is it? You yeah, should. Yeah. You should technically move on from all of that. Yeah. You. If you don't move on, your relationship's not going to move. It's yeah. not going to move forward. It's going to be stagnant. It's going to be stagnant. I'm not. I'm not getting back with anybody. If we, if the beef is still lingering, if I'm talking about this shit every day, I ain't got time to talk about it every day. If you want to talk about it every day, then let's, 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 listen, let's, how about we get all the cars on the table? We go our separate ways. Let's get this off your chest so you can move on with life because you not past that situation like you said you was. It should be like that on both sides of the plane. You know what I mean? If, 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 if your lady does something that you didn't agree with or she did something, you know, that you, would be unhappy about and you accept it after a time being and she apologizes and you forgive her or whatever the case may be, then that's what it should be. You should have forgave her and then y'all move on. You can't harbor that hatred or that ill will and mm-hmm. still be go beyond the course within the relationship and thinking that that shit is just going to work out because it's not. You know what I mean? If you if you know you're going to think about that shit over and over again, you're going to get an attitude about it or you, you know what I mean? That shit is a done deal. You know what I mean? You can't if you can't move forward from that, you have to end that shit then. Like I said, it's a good saying. You can't see you can't see what's in front of you, what's coming if you steady looking, steady looking behind you. You just you can't move on that way. You can't see what's in store with the future for you if you steady looking in the past. You'll pass you'll pass up a lot of great opportunities. And that's why I tell people, if you're not past it. And you know what I mean? Just talk to the person that you was with. Get it off your chest so you can feel good so you don't drag that bullshit into your next relationship. Realize that y'all both can't work it out and go your separate ways. That's that's easy. I mean, it's hard saying it because if you got 10 years with somebody and you fuck up, it's easier said then, but you got to say, listen, I've been with you for 10 years. I do love you. This is probably not going to work, but let me, get you, let me give you some closure. Yeah. Well, have, all right, so let me ask you a question. Have any of y'all been in therapy? Yes. I have. Oh, it's it's needed. I recommend it. Yes, I have not surprisingly. Well, actually, I have. I ain't gonna lie, see, I have. I have, just not consistently. But so, tell me about that. When it, I oh, go ahead, you got it. Um, I went for a short period. It didn't really. I didn't really. Uh, not to say I didn't last long, but I felt good going to therapy because the therapist was kind of siding with me in a sense. <laughs> And not and not to say like oh he's right type of situation, but it was more like um, he's expressing how he feels. He says that he's expressing how he feels about situations to you, but how are you accepting it? Are you accepting it and moving forward? Are you saying you're accepting it, but are you really moving forward? Situations like we're talking now, you know, just in general, or you talk about things and he says and he'll suggest this, but you just. <clears throat> dismiss it why is this so easily to be dismissed you know what i mean and then but if you say something then that's it is what it is and it's i feel like it's hard for a person to actually see that and then somebody tell them that and it's you know what i mean the other person's like nah this ain't working out you know what i mean like this therapy ain't really working out because i feel like like if you wrong you wrong and I felt like I was right and the <laughs> therapist was telling me that and the, and the therapist was saying like well, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, and he's he's voicing what he's supposed to be voicing. So, was that couples therapy? It was, yes. Okay, you did singles. Th- I did couples therapy too, but it was just I, it, I haven't done single it, therapy. It, I need to do single therapy. therapy. I need to do that. I but. would take up too much time talking about my shit. I could Go talk ahead, about. talk about your therapist. Man. I went. I went to a therapist as a kid, 
well, I was a teenager. My mom put me to put me in therapy, me and my brother. And I didn't respond at first. Like, it, you know what I mean? He would, I told this story before after the therapist farted because he, because he thought I left, I kind of didn't take it serious. And I'm dead serious. Like I was like, oh, he wants some different stuff. As I became a grown man, I didn't do therapy yet. I called a therapist. I got to go. I feel like everybody, I can't say everybody needs it, but I can say that if you're having a rough time and you just want to get your feelings out, having someone who's unbiased to be able to talk to can help a lot to me. And that's just with my personal stuff. If you got problems with relationships and stuff like that, that's a different story. But you can't get you can't get right in a relationship until you get yourself right. That's that's my standing. And therapy could help that for me. And my and my therapist story was, uh, was a little bit different. It was just somebody to talk. It was just somebody to talk to to get shit off your chest. They they break down they break down your past. A lot of your past you don't realize has a lot of hold on your future to deal in a relationship with people. And he dug deep into that shit. And I'm like, I never thought, and he makes you think of, he made me think outside the box. Like I never thought of it, thought of it like that. I just thought it was just something that happened that I didn't pay any attention to not knowing I was harboring them old feelings and dragging it into my new relationship. That's why I said, now I got to go to therapy. Cause when my brother, yeah, my brother got killed. Like I still, I still harbor that shit. It's like, like I got a lot of anger built up. I mean, I can see it. Like I'm always smiling at it, but when somebody say something to me, it's like it's like a s it's like a totally different animal comes out. And I don't like it because that's not me. Right. And I think and that's real. And that's the same sense. Chasing chasing the game, chasing sometimes getting caught up in the lifestyle on top of that. That should have drive you crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have some of these, I'm fortunate to come from where I come from. You know what I mean, to have some kind of stability. Some of these people come from crazy situations, yo. You hear it. That's the beautiful thing about the game. And they highlighted different times. This kid grew up homeless, lived out the car. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Similar situations, family member killed, da da da. Group home, but we made it. You know what I'm saying? And, and was able to thrive, but. It'll drive you crazy. You see, on the same token, man, some of these guys that play in the league had successful careers. You know what I mean? They ended up, you know, taking their own lives, unfortunately. You know what I'm saying? And though that CTE thing is real, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, not from the game, because this should just play at your own risk. You know what I mean? You got to know how to move, but. Did they make. Did they make, uh, if you, if, you know, back in the day, did they make it available for you guys? Did they have meetings and say, hey, you know, if anybody needs to see the therapist? And if they didn't, do you think they really should make it a part of the game for everybody to at least have the option to see a therapist? Um, and as I think back to that, what I'll say is I want to say they did, but maybe it wasn't, you know, really pushed ever. The level of importance. I'm going to take this time and go ahead and chime in and talk about that's actually what I'm actually going back to school for and pursuing. So I want to be become a licensed clinical social worker where I can provide mental health services to professional athletes or to college athletes and help them through whatever they're going through. Because, hey, while while we were in college and while I was a Division One athlete performing at a high level, I was going through so much stuff off the field. Mm-hmm. It, kept me from being able to maximize my athletic ability on the field. I, my sister was killed my freshman year of college. 
and that baggage up until I was 27 years old. And hey, I, I didn't cry until I was 27, and it happened. I was 19. Yeah, so I, 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 I like I've been. In, I understand we saying like I said, my brother was murdered. So I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand. I couldn't. I'm the oldest brother, so it was like I wasn't. I looked at my situation like I'm not allowed to cry. Like everybody else is supposed to cry, but me. Everybody else is supposed to express their feelings except for me because I gotta make sure I'm strong enough for everybody else, not knowing I'm breaking down and breaking myself down and you know doing all this, man. I, <laughs> and, and look, and it's and it's, it, it, it's bullshit stigmas like that where we 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 ourselves yeah. under pressure to to step up and be in a position where it's like, hey, nobody's asking you to save the world or be strong for anybody else. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's a it's a way for everybody to carry and. Mm-hmm. The grieving process affects everybody differently. Now, at that time period, you know what I'm saying, where you felt like that, what did you do to get through that? Man, bro, keep it G real with you. I'm be honest with you. I was, I had to, I had to literally drink myself to sleep every night. I literally, I had one dream the day after my brother died, and I said I didn't, and I cried. I woke up crying, and I didn't want to dream, so I'm like, I'm gonna drink myself till I pass out every night. And I had to pass out every night drinking. Every day I would get in a car and ride by myself and I would just cry. I would, for no reason, just be crying. Then I sucked the shit up to I know I got to be around people. I didn't do anything to help it. I just drunk myself to a point where I said, all right, I got to stop. And that's why I started, we started this podcast somewhat because I needed, this is like therapy. It's like I can speak on this shit now and it takes a weight off my chest. Cause at the point, like I said, it's still some. It's still how I lost my brother was a, is a, a, it was crazy. So now when anybody threatens my family or threaten my my other two brothers that I got remaining here, is like it's a fucking it's an animal switch that I just can't switch off. And it's like that's a bad way of thinking because I got people relying on me. I can't have that. I can't have this that I can't control come out right. when somebody ticks me off and I can't like. Before I was able to control that, somebody say something, I was able to snap. I was able to reel myself back in, like, "Yo, do you really want to sit in jail?" Now it was like, "Nah, it's like zero to hundred. Like, whatever happens, happen." And then after the situations, like, I got to look back and I'm like, "Damn, I was wobbling like that." They were like, "Yeah," I'm like, "Damn, I ain't realize it." Mm. Yeah, so sometimes that switch gets flipped. <laughs> yeah. I think to to sum it all up, in my opinion, I've always thought this, like, especially as I got older in our community that like therapy, because, you know, where we like, I I come from Philly, I moved out here a little later, but we all deal with some trauma. And, yo, you could be you could be a dude that grew up in a twenty five hundred, thirty two hundred square foot crib and still deal with trauma. It's people getting touched. It's people getting, you know, I I don't know about y'all, but. I got a lot of childhood friends that just got killed, murdered up until this day, still hearing about people getting murdered. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that, that you bring that with you. I think in our community, it should be something that's accepted. And if we can get people who look like us to talk to, to talk to us and help us to get through it, you know what I'm saying? Help us to get through and understand how to emote properly. You know what I mean? Cause there is a way to do it. I think we can be miles ahead, man. When it when it comes to us, just you know, being together as a people. Just my yeah. opinion. In, in, in my in my in my personal life, outside of athletics, uh, I'm actually going to have an agency. Hey, look, doing just that, I'm going to employ hey black clinicians to go out and provide these clinical services 
to people that look just like us, people from our community that can relate to us, that can relate to our struggles. Because, hey, representation does matter. Hey, and it, and it matters when you're speaking with someone that you can relate to ethnically. Like, hey, that, 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 that stuff matters. Right. When you know you're speaking to someone that can relate to your background or you, you don't have to justify why, why you carry lotion. Hey, because, hey, you don't want to have a walk around with Lizzo is that? Like, shiny bro. Right. Right. Come on, bro. <laughs> you were saying some fly. Yo, yeah. I was messing with you. <laughs> hey, brought it back home for him. Then you ain't got to justify why you got to carry lotion. Uh-huh. I Dre. <laughs> What'd you say, bro? That why do I have to justify to anybody that I'm carrying around a bottle of lotion? You know? And, and, and it's, it's, it's one of those cultural things where, it's hey, deep. you could actually come in on a vulnerable day and it's something, somebody says something like that and it's like, you don't even want to talk to them anymore. Yeah. And that was, hey, that, 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 that missed an opportunity for, hey, a, a good emotional breakthrough where, hey, that person could have came in and got something really off their chest. Mm. I, I, yeah, I agree. Like we we was laughing because you know, like your, your knees look. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we thought you was referring to knees yeah. look. We, look, we, look. We thought you was I'm referring to home. that. Like I'm, 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 I'm comfortable. I'm at home. It's all good. It's whatever. Hey like, man, we just got some. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm just I'm not. Hey, I'm sorry, man. man. See, Jack, man. Listen, while, <laughs> it's my dog, man. While we got y'all on here, so it's on recording. So we. We we got to wrap up here, but I really want to go into a lot of this stuff, you know, with y'all. Can, can we ask y'all back or even even see Jack if you want to come by yourself or, or whatever? Man, whatever a, y'all want to do. Oh, that's cool. They wrapping hey, this up, man. Don't wrap JTE up, hey, man. Uh, they wrapping this up. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got another interview. <laughs> we got another interview. <laughs> Sorry, we got. Uh, we don't want to wrap I'll y'all up sure though. Got contact information from bro. Nah, we'll do it. Look, we sure. um. I mean, he's what, like only an like hour and some change away. I'm down here in Waco. He's up there, and I'm like right outside of Dallas. And we, we, hey, we can be on the West Coast. Hey, down in Texas. Yeah, in Texas. Texas. Cool. Central. Central, yeah, yeah. I would, yeah. And, and yeah, the only reason we're not, we not trying to get y'all out of here, we got another interview that's about the, you know, he's about to dial in. Oh, good. I got work to do anyway. So it's some, like, I'm really in school. It's my so boy, CJ. But I, I'm really interested in what we. Yeah, I, I, I feel wanna, like we hit up. Yeah, we I feel like, like you got pocket. like a book that you writing or something. Nah, like we want to get. <laughs> we want to <laughs> feel we, like we, we want to get on some jams. Yeah, we can definitely chop it up another time. So yeah, definitely open. I, I really don't have too many conversations where I can just like tell my stories. But I, I, I definitely know I'm sitting on some, some shit. And we want to hear it. We want to hear it. The podcast, I'm telling you, y'all gonna y'all gonna break it first, man. You know what I'm saying? The Oprah here or somebody like, whoa, <laughs> what was this that y'all put together down here? You know what I mean? Let's go ahead and bring this up over here, real quick. That's what right, we're hoping for, man. Absolutely. We just want people to get their stories out and people hear the gems that other people have to offer. That's our mission. Yep. That's actually our mission. We love it for people to get their stories out and inspire people, or if people can learn from what you got going on. That's what we do here at the Opinionated Podcast. Period. We're gonna talk about fail. We're gonna talk about failure next. You know what I'm saying? Next episode too, man. Because of course, life hands you a couple of them, but you got to keep failing forward. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, so 
got to keep failing forward. Yeah, I want I want all that. I actually want all that. Hold on. Hold on. He's talking about it, having a strong mental. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because no, I want, I want to, I want to talk about that next time. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, we sorry, we sorry, we got to wrap. We apologize. We got hey, like y'all boys be easy. Nah, yeah, that would be appreciate tell us everything job. y'all social media shot yeah. all that shit. Yeah, give shout out all out right y'all now. shit so they can. We want people to contact you where they can find you at. Hey, look, I'm so you find me at anywhere on social media at Sir underscore Courtney. In fact, I think my Twitter might be something different, but I don't really don't even be on there like that, so it don't matter. Man, if you're looking for me, call me, 856-879-8601. Oh, this, you, you want them to call you? You just did the Mike Jones. <laughs> if you're serious about whatever it is, you know, you're looking to do, and we can put something together, let's do it. Let's not even, let's not even fuck around. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah. Heavily. Get right to it. I respect it. I got to uh, give them the direct line. All right. <laughs> we, I my guys again over at True Black, man. Make sure y'all check it out. Yeah, he got a shop in a different mall. They used to be in uh, Gloucester outlets. And then he's I coming on here. Different mall. Yeah, we want to get up no, with him. He, yeah. he's, he's coming, coming on, here. on here. Listen, I need y'all to ask him about this. Who was, okay. who was one of the initial people to grab one of his first initial pieces before it even asked him? Ask him who it was. Behind the scenes, we kind of supported a lot of people behind the scenes, whether it was early on or whether it was here or there. But I keep quiet, and I just, you know, I'm waiting to go meet Dame Dash and them. Yeah. <laughs> Word, bro. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Speaking on Dame Dash, we'd love to have you on here. Tag, yeah, tag bro. him in this, and then he'll have your number. Bro, put the, <laughs> yo, yo For concentrate real. on making your mark. Yeah. And leave me your legacy, bro. Yeah. yeah. For real. And Jack love y'all, man. I appreciate story, y'all. So, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Love y'all, boys. Appreciate love you, too, guys. brother. Love you, too, man. Part, part, part two. Me don't we? Part two, two is coming. Part two. Yeah, hey, part two. Definitely for something sure. y'all be Let's easy. Definitely going to tap in and make something happen. Yes, yes. Right. Oh, man. All right. All right, Dre. Look that way when you bring us out. All right. And we were your host. I'm Cool Kev. Kevin Durant. There you and go. And I'm Big Dre. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Opinionated Podcast. If you love today's episode, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, five stars. We don't want nothing less. If you're an artist, actress, a songwriter, an author, or you're doing something that's interesting and you want to be a guest on our show, please email us at opinionatedpodcastddk at gmail.com. That's opinionatedpodcastddk at gmail.com. Thank you. Have a blessed day.